Welcome to episode 62 of the Relationship Marketing Podcast with Cody B. Today's guest is Art Subcheck. Art is a prolific producer of learning resources on selling by phone. His flagship book, Smart Calling, How to Take the Fear, Failure, and Rejection Out of Cold Calling, hit number one in the sales and marketing category on Amazon.com, its very first day of release, and was named Top Sales Book of 2010 by Top Sales Awards when first published in 2010. The third edition will be released in May 2020. Art also wrote the books How to Sell More in Less Time with No Rejection Using Common Sense Telephone Techniques, Volumes 1 and 2, Telephone Tips That Sell, 501 How-To Ideas and Affirmations to Help You Get More Business by Phone, and How to Place a Successful Sales and Prospecting Call. He has numerous audio and video programs. Art's popular podcast is The Art of Sales and has developed a reputation as a to-the-point, brief training session that always delivers how-to tips you can use. He holds the popular Smart Calling College two-day public training seminars nationwide and now online. He also customizes the program for on-site, in-house delivery. Art also delivers how-to programs and effective inside sales and cold calling ranging from one hour to several days. He has produced and delivered over 1,500 training sessions over the past 30 years for companies and associations in virtually all business-to-business industries. His speaking and training reputation has built as someone who knows what works and what doesn't in sales because he's done it. Corporate inside sales and management positions with AT&T long lines and American Express in the early 80s and still does it. And now, Cody B. Hello, everybody. This is Cody Bateman. Welcome to our weekly podcast, the Relationship Marketing Podcast with Cody B. Glad that you're with us on the show today. Uh, As usual, we have an amazing guest. We're going to get to him in just a second. But prior to doing that, uh, just want to do a shout out to all of our listeners. Uh, It it continues to grow every single week. Uh, We appreciate everybody getting on here, sharpening your saws, getting better at what you do. You know, this is a program that was designed to help people be nice to each other. That's really about as simple as it gets. You know, we want people to be nice to each other. (laughs) It's a novel idea in today's world that when you conduct business with people that you're nice, that you're cordial, that you uh, show respect and that you have a desire to create genuine relationship. And on this show, we talk a lot about what genuine relationship actually means. Um, We are not a give to get uh, type of scenario or philosophy here. We are a give to give, give for the sake of giving, serve people for the sake of serving people and everything else takes care of itself. Doesn't mean that you can't be a, a, you know, a, a hardcore salesperson. Doesn't mean that you can't go for the clothes. Doesn't mean that you can't use all the techniques that you've learned to use. Certainly you can but we believe there's a relationship way of doing all of those things. And so we're, uh, we've got a guest today. My goodness, this guy's been around a long time and um, he, he's made such an incredible contribution to the sales industry over the years. Uh, you've already heard his introduction, so you know a little bit about who he is. <clears throat> Without further ado, Art Subcheck. How you doing, my friend? I am doing great, Cody. Thank you so much for having me on. It's an honor. Well, we appreciate that. It's an honor to have you on. We're, we're super excited. I just want to 
hit real quick, you know, best, probably best known for your flagship book, Smart Calling, how to take the fear, failure, and rejection out of cold calling. And you've got numerous books. Your whole thing is, is using the phone. I mean, your whole thing is being on the phone, using the phone. And wow, in today's day and age, that's an interesting subject. That's a very interesting subject today. In fact, uh, I mean, I'm sure you have fun with that when you get on the stage, you know, because everybody is, is they want to learn all the new methodologies and you're going back to what some would consider an old methodology. So how do you how do you first start out when you do your like your uh, speeches? Like what, what do you do to get people back thinking about using a phone again? Well, first of all, the the phone is just a method of communication. I mean, let's face it and what is old is is new again and what is old has always worked and will continue to to always work i mean what you're all about has always worked right that that personal relationship and being nice to people and connecting with people and and bottom line is businesses don't buy from businesses right people buy from people and one of actually the best way to communicate is face-to-face -face communication Next, I, and I used to say next was the phone, but now what we're doing here using video and audio is, is second best. But number three is voice communication over the phone. And it, it's always, it always kills me when I'll see people writing on LinkedIn or proclaiming that oh, yeah, the phone doesn't work anywhere anymore. No one, no one answers the phone. And, and it always amazes me how someone could say no one does something because like mm -hmm. they know what everybody in the world is doing. Right. I've granted some people uh, or maybe many people aren't listening to voicemail as much or picking up the phone as much. But I'll tell you, and you probably know this too, in your organization, the ones who are, are absolutely crushing it. Yeah, no question. I, I like what you said just a minute ago. You said that uh, what's old is new again. Hey, by the way, there's a title for a new book you ought to write. I'm getting the URL right now. There you go. Grab it. Because that belongs <laughs> to you. What's old is new again. You also mentioned, you know, we here at uh, Send Out Cards, we certainly have experienced that same notion. What's old is new again. You know, everybody's sending emails today. We send real live greeting cards to people. Um, you know, people do Zooms now and they do chats and they do this and that, social media, whatnot. Um, and, and what's, so there's a lot of that going on, but when you start picking up the phone and actually making a phone call and want to chat with somebody via the phone or via zoom, it, it makes you different. Like, like the old stuff's what makes you different now. And I, I think that's a, that's a big deal, especially with you. You've had this best selling book, smart calling for the last 10 years, but you're coming out with a third edition of this book. And I want to repeat that for our listeners, smart calling, how to take the fear failure and rejection out of cold calling 10 years this has been um, uh, in publication, two different editions, uh, and your third one coming out here in May. So, and you mentioned in the pre-show that 40%, there's like a 40% rewrite. So when you say edition, it's a, it is a new edition, like 40% rewritten. W what is the rewrite? Like, what are you rewriting in this incredible book that you've had out for 10 years? Well, first of all, publishers are kind of funny like that. You know, they, they want a little bit of new stuff there so they can, they can sell it. But here's, here's what I did, Cody. I went in and I looked at 
the process, the, the smart calling process. And for people who, who aren't familiar, can I just explain what smart calling is? Sure. Smart calling is, is, is what people used to call cold calling. And cold calling, let's face it, nobody wants to get a cold call. Nobody wants to make a cold call. And just by definition, so many things in sales have these negative terms. And, and I had actually been teaching this process for a long time, this process being, here's, here's kind of a novel process. Like you said, let's be nice to people. Here's another one. Let's know something about the people we call before we call them so that we can make our message relevant, as opposed to just showing up, throwing up, everybody's getting the same pitch. And then they're getting this thing called rejection, which by the way, I tell people how they can never, uh, how to never experience rejection again, because that's all pretty much mindset. So essentially the, the premise for the book is, let's do our research, let's know something about the people that we're calling, and not only the people, but if we're calling into a business, of course, their, what's going on in their world, their organization, uh, in their industry. And today it's easier than ever to do that with a couple mouse clicks. And uh, I don't know about you, but back in the day, pre-internet, what we had to do is, if we're doing research, we would go to the library, subscribe to trade journals to get information on, on people or organizations. And it was nowhere near as good as what we can get today with just a couple clicks. So I'm able pretty quickly to, when I have a, a targeted prospect that I wanna go after, to put together a relevant message and not only with gathering information online, but I can do it in real time as well, doing this thing called social engineering, where I can call into a company and talk to people other than the decision maker for the sole purpose of gathering some intelligence so that when I get you on the phone or even before I get you on the phone with a voicemail or a well-crafted email, I can talk about something, again, that is relevant that's going to cause you to lean forward and say, oh, yeah, well, this is all about me. It's kind of like the same effect that your cards have. I mean, when, when people are opening up their mail, they're sorting their bulk mail and throwing it into the trash and they're, they're opening up their first class card because they know that, wow, th this was actually sent by a human. And the same thing is true with a smart call. So go ahead, I'm sorry. Well, uh, yeah, I was just, so when it comes to smart call, I really wanna hone in on this concept. We've talked about this on previous shows and whatnot. I really wanna get your take on this. So when you, when you talk about doing a little bit of research, part of the smart call is doing a little bit of research prior, finding out as much as you can about the person you're going to contact, uh, personalizing whatever pr presentation you're going to give. Um, I'm sure you talk about assessment. We talk about assessment on this call or on this show a lot about how you assess the needs of the person you're talking to and make it about them. All of that I'm sure is part of the smart call. Here's my question. The question is, I get into this all the time because there really are still two, two very distinct schools of thought. Someone might listen to what you're saying and say, okay, yeah, that's cool. I'm going to, I'm going to go do my research because I really want to get with that person because I know that my product or service is something that will help them. And I'm, I'm going to get with that person because I know I can, I can close this sale with that person. That is a distinct school of thought of a salesperson. I'm gonna do the research. I'm gonna customize my piece because I'm gonna get the sale. Versus the complete opposite side of that spectrum is, 
I'm going to go do the research because I want to learn about the person. I want to create a relationship. Period. Now, this is a very important topic, especially on this show, because a lot of people still don't get what I mean when I say do that research to create a genuine relationship with a period, like no more. Like, now again, I get criticized a lot for that. A lot of people are like, yeah, that's cool, lovey-dovey, Cody, whatever. But I'm the hard-nosed guy that's going to get closed no matter what kind of things. T tell me what your thoughts are on that. Where, where are we at today? What is the most effective thing to do today? Is it go for the kill? Or is it create relationship? Or is it somewhere in the middle? Where is it? Well, I'm not sure if what you just described there, those, those two things are mutually exclusive. Other than I don't like sales terminology that says, uh, you, know, you go for the kill and you got to close the sale. And you know, for, every an for every objection, there's an answer to an objection. And, and you know, buyers are liars. And you know, that, that's all crap. I believe more of what you said, and that is we're, we're trying to build a relationship. Here, here actually is my definition of sales, and this is how I start all my workshops. Sales is nothing more than helping people. And it, it's helping people buy. And, and in order to help them buy, we have to really understand what is it that they, they want and what is it that they don't want. And in order to do that, I've got to, again, I've got to understand them. And there are some things that I can do in advance to try to understand them. And uh, yeah, granted, I can go into every sales call with the belief of I can help this person. And th th there's no doubt in my mind that what I have can help them. But the thing is, we're, we're, here's where a lot of salespeople have a disconnect. They go into a call and that's their messaging. Hey, Cody, I know that in your business, I can come in there and our software program can do this, this, and this, and we can save you X amount of money and we can give you this ROI. And when I hear things like that, it's like, but wait a minute, you don't know that for sure. Right. <laughs> Maybe you've done it for other people. And, and it really doesn't even matter if you know it. And maybe it might be true. But the thing is, until I buy into it, you're never going to get the sale. Right. So that's, that's where, uh, again, I'm, I'm a believer in the relationship. But here's where, and, and the reason I just waffle on that a little bit, is sometimes you will have salespeople who will buy into, yeah, I'm all about the relationship. But then what they're not doing is being proactive, taking the action, asking the questions, making the right recommendation. And then, of course, ultimately running the last play. I don't know if you're a football fan or not, but you could move the ball all the way down to the one inch line. But if you take a, if you take a knee four downs in a row, you're not going to score. Yep. <laughs> now, ideally, if we've done our job right, and we've asked great questions, we've made an on-target recommendation. In the perfect world, people say, how do I sign up? I want to get on board, right? And when they do that, that's a, that's a great thing. But in other cases, we, we still need to run the last play. Actually, in most cases, we still need to run the last play to help them. And, and again, it's, it's, it's always helping them buy as, a trying, as opposed to trying to close somebody uh, on, on something that they may not want or they're going to feel badly about the next day. So I think there is a, um, 
kind of a hybrid or a combination to the two extremes. I mean, you know, you are, you are in sales, you do have a job, you have a service you can provide, and it may be a service or a product that could be very beneficial to the person you're calling. But like you said, you don't really know that. But it could be that this is why I go to an extreme when I say when you make that initial call or that initial contact, it's all about creating relationship. And, I, and again, I get criticized sometimes because the salespeople come in and say, well, yeah, but the, the reality is, is that you are making the call to make a sell. Come on, be honest. But that's where I push back and say, actually, no, I'm making the initial call to create a relationship. And the relationship will guide me where I need to go. So it could be that that relationship based on how I, how my product and service might be able to help that person, it could, it could turn into a sell or it could turn into a referral. It could turn into something. Maybe they don't need my product service, know somebody that does. That's why the relationship part of it has a period next to it. When you first start the process, it's 100% about creating relationship. Yeah, you are in the sales business, but there's, it's kind of like there's two phases. The phase one is create relationship, and then once you create relationship, you know what the needs are of people. At the end of the day, we're just serving. Like you said, at the end of the day, we're just, we're not selling, we're serving. So you got to create relationships so you know how to serve. Once you know how to serve, then you can move it over to, into that other quadrant. So now you've been teaching this. Actually, can I just jump in? Yeah, go ahead. My observation would be that people who disagree with you and saying that it's not about the relationship, it's probably a matter of semantics yeah. because they're probably looking at relationship as, oh, woo woo, touchy right. feely, yep. where I could look at it if I'm defending what you're saying and say that the relationship is, I'm going to create some interest at the beginning of the call with somebody that doesn't know me because that's got to be the first step. I just got to create enough curiosity. And during that entire process, hopefully I'm, I'm giving off this aura of likability and maybe some credibility based on what I'm saying. And as I'm into the conversation, I'm asking questions, I'm getting you talking. And as we're doing that, we're building somewhat of a relationship. And as we speak about it more, and I get to the point now where I can make a recommendation based on everything that you've told me, hopefully we've built enough of a relationship there where there's gonna be some credibility in what I'm gonna suggest to you. And it could be, of course, it could be my product or service, and then I'm going to position that in the best way possible so that you can make the decision that hopefully you're, you're going to go with it. Or like you said, I mean, there's any good salesperson, any good salesperson, a great salesperson, we have, we've had situations where we said, you know what, Cody, th this isn't a fit, but I'll tell you what, I've got something that I can refer you to. I've got someone I can refer you to. Or even if they decide it's not a fit, I suggest the goal is always to keep the door open sure. and give them something to think about. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, uh, we, we, we talk on this show a lot about uh, the importance of, of, of simply being in the business of, of, of serving other people. Find out, this is a phrase that I use a lot, find out who you are and then give yourself away to other people that's how you make a difference in the world. And everybody wants to make a difference in the world. I'm not talking about sales right now. I'm not talking about, I'm talking about legacy. Everybody wants legacy, don't they? I mean, most people want legacy. They want to be remembered. 
you don't want to die and have everybody forget who you are the next week. I mean, everybody wants legacy of some kind. Best way to do that is to find out the best version of who you are and give yourself away in service to other people. I say to salespeople all the time, you are in the best position to do that. One of the reasons I love the sales profession in general is because you're in, a, you're in an ideal situation. What you do for a living, how you spend the majority of every day of your life is in an ideal position to give the best version of you away to somebody. And if, if you could start thinking in that mindset, you know, uh, that's where I think a big difference can be made. You know, in my book, uh, Power of Human Connection, there's a story in there. There you go. Nice. Thank you. Very nice. I don't know if you've gotten through all that, but there's a story in there. And I want to I briefly share this story, and then I want to get your comment on it. There's a story in there about a, a guy who was in sales in uh, car sales and his son was taking over his car sales business. And uh, this guy was older in years, uh, definitely past retirement age in his eighties. And his son came over to his house one day and he had these big boxes of files out and just hundreds and hundreds of files all across his his uh, floor of his house and his son asked him, what are you doing? And he says, well, these are all my customers. He's like, what do you mean? These are all my customers that have purchased cars for me over the past 40 years. I have a file on each one of them. So he started to show him the files and like everything you could imagine was in the file, you know, birth dates, family, get togethers, when they bought a car, how the car affected, everything <laughs> was in there. And, and the son was so amazed by the detail that this guy kept on his customers. And um, he said, well, why are you doing all this? He says, well, because I want to get them all prepared so that I can pass them on to your team. And I want to make sure that the right files get with the right team member. I'm, I'm, I, in my mind, I think certain of your team members will handle certain personalities better. And his son's like, wow. So you, you like, why would you, dad, why would you go to the effort to do that? You're well retired and everything else says, son, this was never about, these files were never about me selling cars. These files were about me serving people. And I want to make sure these people are taken care of after I'm gone. And I'll tell you, man, when, when th that was actually a story that was shared from a podcast, a, a, a guest who got, came on and shared that with me. I was just so amazed by that, you know, that, and then it went on to say that the guy passed away. He had over 200 people that were customers. The main relationship they had were they were his customer. 200 of his customers showed up to his funeral. Wow. People who had bought from him. People, had People paid who had bought money. from him. Right. So I know that was a long question because it's telling a story. Doesn't that seem like a great goal? As morbid as it may sound, a great goal is, you know, I want to take people, take care of people well enough that they show up to the wake when I die. I mean, isn't that, isn't that kind of what we're saying? Isn't that what we're talking about? Isn't that what you teach, really? Well, that's, that's the ultimate. 
that that's the ultimate the goal of the goal of every salesperson is to create and keep customers and the only way you're going to do that is by continuing to service them so that price never becomes an issue where the relationship and the value that you're delivering becomes the most important thing now of course everybody defines value a little bit differently but one thing I always say is that the customer who buys just on price is probably a result of the way that you're selling just on price and they're going to leave just on price as well. And, and our goal is to get our customers to the point where when they get a call from somebody else, they would say, Oh, I would never leave Cody. <laughs> it's not, I would never leave ABC company. It's I, I would never leave Cody. Yeah. My guy. Yeah, for sure. Well, like I say, you've been doing this. By the way, everybody, we are listening to Mr. Art uh, Subcheck, and he owns a business called Business by Phone, which is an amazing training company. goes out and trains uh, companies, uh, a very well-known speaker on the subject of, of building a business by phone, uh, teaches a lot of uh, incredible concepts a lot of which is to creating genuine relationship, caring relationship with people. That's the reason we have them on the show today. Like I said, you know, a minute ago, you were teaching these concepts before these concepts were cool. You know, you, you, you were way back in the day because there was a day, there was a day when it was all about the clothes. There was a day when it was all about how shiny your presentation was and how smooth you were. I mean, there were those days, right? Well, yeah, there were the days when that was being taught and somewhat accepted. But I'll tell you, I maybe I was just the unicorn. I had my first paid sales job on the phone when I was 13 years old. So my, my voice had changed <laughs> by then. And uh, apparently there weren't any child labor laws in Omaha, or at least this company <laughs> didn't care. But I used to take the bus into downtown Omaha with, with another buddy. He was a little bit older. He was 15. And we, we got a job selling tickets to the policeman's fundraiser circus, the fraternal, actually it was a fraternal order of police. And in retrospect, I think it was all a scam. But what we would do is that we were, we were calling from pages out of the phone book. Uh, younger listeners, you can look that up, what a phone book is. And we were, we were just calling and everybody's getting the same pitch. And uh, of course, we had the stereotypical sales manager who'd be running up and down the aisles like a madman saying, you got to close, go for the close, make more dials. And even at that, the, the, you know, the ripe old age of 13, I recognized that I'm actually doing a little bit better here if I can deviate from the script, actually have conversations with people, get them to like me. And then I would appeal to their sense of giving. And, and, and then it seems like every other job I had after that was some type of phone job uh, and, and again back in the day it was it was telemarketing it was the consumer telemarketing and and in every job i had i, I would look at some of these goofy techniques that that people were teaching you know the hard sell stuff and and being young and impressionable you look at it and you go well i'm supposed to be doing this but in the back of my mind i'm going but yeah common sense tells me that if, I, if I'm a little bit more personable and I'm not trying to trick somebody into doing something, and instead of reading a goofy objection rebuttal is what I call them, um, 
And by the way, I, I, I don't know if you ever had a job like this on the phone where as a consumer telemarketer, where they had these photo album flip charts. And uh, again, folks, this is when we used to actually have paper pictures. Images were actually on paper. So they, they had these photo albums, which were clear little vinyl pages, and they were overlaid one on top of another, where there was only about maybe a quarter inch showing on the bottom of each one. Um, so they would insert these pages where at the bottom, you would just see the objection. Price is too high, not interested, got to talk to my husband or wife, whatever. So you would flip to the page, and there would be your objection rebuttal, right? So even back then, I'm thinking, if I read this to somebody, I'm just basically telling them they're wrong. And I knew then that if you tell somebody they're wrong, what are they going to do? <laughs> they're just going to resist even more and get mad right. at you. That's right. So even then, I figured out, well, the best way to deal with resistance is to let's get somebody talking. Let's figure out why they said what they did. And only then am I going to have a chance to get them to hopefully doubt their belief and, and change their mind. So I, I've really built a business over the past 35 years, Cody, on, on, on things that you talk about, building relationships, being conversational, not trying to technique somebody into doing something because we've all been techniqued before by salespeople. Usually it doesn't work. If it does work for them, that's why there's, uh, you know, there's clauses in a lot of contracts where you can opt out. Uh, I want somebody at the end of that transaction, at the end of that conversation to feel like, man, I'm glad I spoke with him or her. And that was a great decision. Yeah. And he or she really helped me. Yeah, for sure. That's great. Now I noticed in my notes here that you you uh, you teach a two day course. There's a two day training course that you're very well known for. What, what tell us a little bit, our listeners, just a little bit about what kind of things do you cover two full in a two full day course that you do? Well, it's called the Smart Calling College, and it is a virtual program for the public. We used to do these in hotel rooms all over the country. And we, we just had so many requests from people going, hey, can you come to Albany? And can you come to you know wherever? And uh, there was only one of me and I didn't license it. Anyway, long story, we decided to go virtual with it. So I, I have that online now. And essentially it's an inside sales, complete comprehensive training program where we go step-by-step step through every part of the professional sales call using the phone as your main method of communication. Now, the interesting thing is sales is sales. And the only thing different here is it's a lot harder to do it over the phone than it is face-to-face -face because we're losing half our means of communication. We can compensate for some of that with what we're doing right now with the video. But if we're doing it by phone, we're still losing half our means of communication. So it's a lot easier for somebody to get rid of people over the phone. So we need to be a better salesperson. We need to be sharper in our communication skills. So those are all things that we, we go through in, in the course itself. And I also customize a version of that program for companies worldwide. I've done over 1,500 days worth of training over the past 30 plus years. And uh, I can say I've probably never done the same program exactly twice. Wow. When I work with companies, I, I wanna do again what, what you're known for, and that is build a relationship, understand them, and understand what they're, what they're doing on their calls so that I can speak their language. And the greatest compliment I get when I leave a company after a two day training program or a three day or an hour is, wow, I thought he worked for us. I didn't know he, he wasn't an employee. Wow. That's great. That's great. So tell us, uh, just share with our listeners, how, 
someone may be interested in having you come and do some training. How, how do we find out more about you? Well, you can go to one of my main sites, which is actually just smartcalling.com, smartcalling.com. We're going to transition most things over to that. That's, that's our blog. But you, you can find all kinds of uh, actually free information there. You can see probably 10 years worth of blog articles. I mean, you can get a master's degree in, in sales and prospecting just by going to that site and skimming through what we already have posted there. There's also a link to my podcast. If you want to go to the podcast, which we're going to have you on, is theartofsales.com, theartofsales.com. And I don't want to throw too many things out here, but if somebody's interested in that training course, it's Smart Calling College. Dot com smartcallingcollege.com fantastic now the book the third edition coming out in may uh, called smart calling that that comes out on may 10th may 5th may 5th sorry they can actually get the second edition right now and uh, i mean it's like 20 bucks so between now and then depending on when you're listening i know you'll get 20 dollars worth of value out of it and uh, the the new edition comes out May fifth, and you can pre-order that as well. You can go to Amazon, or any of the other or your favorite booksellers, or we have a book site for it. The actually the new edition isn't up there yet. The existing edition is, and we offer some free training if if people buy the book at Amazon and then go back to the site. And that's smart-calling.com. Excellent, excellent. Well, listen, Art, we sure appreciate you being on with us. Uh, appreciate all that you've done and, and continue to do out there in the marketplace. Uh, you've been a valiant servant over the last 37 years, and we just appreciate uh, learning from you. And uh, to all of our listeners here, this is a guy that you want, you definitely want to get a copy of this book. You, you want to get a copy of the book. If you want to hone in your skills, uh, you know, in the sales process, you want to get a copy of this book. If you want to separate yourself, be a little bit different uh, than people out there using all the latest and greatest technologies and everything else. If you want to separate yourself, you know, you do things like uh, uh, hone your skills on the telephone, uh, hone your skills on writing a message in a card, a greeting card, sending it to somebody. What many consider would be old school things like Art just said to the end today's show, there's actually new school now because everything has a way of going, coming full circle. So there you have it, everybody, uh, Mr. Art Subcheck, and I uh, hope that you get a chance to, to go and, and see what he's got. So Art, I always like to close the show by having you just take the floor yourself. You know, you've been kind of subject to my questions. I kind of put you in a little box where you had to answer my questions. There may be things that you want to cover on your own, so I, this is the free mic. We end with the free mic. Uh, you have the floor now. Any final words of wisdom, counsel, guidance uh, that you could give our listeners now? And keep in mind when answering this question, you know we're 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 all about um, we're all about improving our skills in the sales profession or in any profession we're in. But we're more about leaving a lasting impression. To people in our life keep that in mind as you take the floor and just close a, close the show out for us go ahead absolutely well a couple things number one thank you so much for having me on and, and i do have to say that it, it, it is an honor to be here 
And uh, just for the audience here, Cody and I had a little conversation prior to getting on. And he said, well, you know, I don't know if you know who we are, what we do here. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? (laughs) Really? (laughs) Number one, if I didn't, I wouldn't practice what I preach. And number two, of course I did way before you you even contacted me. And, And matter of fact, I have been recommending forever that, that people use the power of personal connection through sending things, especially cards. And uh, of course, I've been sharing this story for years about, you know, George, uh, Joe Girard and, and the impact he's had. And, and uh, you've got so many more stories in your book. And, and again, everybody, if you don't have that book, when you're buying mine, make sure you pick up a copy of Cody's as well, because everything that you talk about in there, really, I mean, we're, we're not talking about different things. Really, what we're talking about here is, is helping. And I sincerely believe that. Selling is, is simply helping. And in, in prospecting, part of the reason I think people don't like to, to prospect and pick up the phone is that they fear this thing called rejection. Well, number one, you're never rejected unless you think you are. And the, the, the reason I think people call it rejection is that they got a no. Well, big deal. So what? You know what? If, if you let a simple no bother, or bother you so much that you're not going to make another call to somebody that you think you truly could help, what we're doing is really being selfish. And you're putting your silly fear of a no from someone that you don't know ahead of the possibility that you might be able to change somebody's life. Like in your business, you guys are changing lives in multiple ways every day because of the people who are getting in the business and they're changing their lives through, through, through the income possibilities and, and the, the, the people's lives that they can change through having other people come into business with them. But then the lives of the people that they're changing by sending out the cards and all the impact that they're having there. So if, if anybody is, is letting a, the fear of the no deter you, again, Keep in mind, it's just a thing. And as one of my mentors, Jim Fortin says, nothing has meaning until you give it meaning. And I suggest that you give it a different meaning and say, hey, it was just something that didn't work. And then I also, and again, I'm kind of maybe going off too much on a tangent here, but I suggest having a secondary objective on every single call, meaning what can I at least attempt at minimum so that at the end of a call, instead of saying, oh, I got rejected, you can say, well, you know what? At least I asked this question, or at least I kept the door open for a future contact. Because then at the end of a long day, you can say, hey, you know what? I set three or four appointments, and the rest of the time, I accomplished my secondary objective, and we can feel a lot better about that. Because let's face it, in, in the world of sales, not everybody can do what we do because proactively we're putting, we're putting ourselves in heavy traffic every single day and occasionally we're gonna get nicked. Sometimes we take one broadside. So therefore we gotta be proactive in, in keeping our, our attitude up. So there you go, kind of a mini seminar. And, uh, and again, thank you so much. It, it was an honor to be here and, and to um, share with your audience. Well, there you have it, my friends. The one and only Mr. Art Subcheck, author author of the amazing book called Smart Calling. Make sure you get a copy of that. Art, thank you so much for being with us today. I appreciate your generosity. And uh, we're just out here trying to make the world a little bit better place. And hopefully people can tune in and uh, sharpen their saw on, on kindness. And that's, that's really what this is about, is sharpen your saw on kindness uh, be in the spirit of giving to people and, and serving people. 
Uh, we're not in the sales business, we're in the serving business. And uh, just, we've learned so much from you over the years on that subject. So thanks again, and thanks everybody for tuning in. And we will see you again next week. We have, we'll, we'll keep them coming. You keep uh, tuning in, we'll keep them coming. Take care, everybody. If you have enjoyed this episode of the Relationship Marketing Podcast with Cody B, be sure to subscribe to the show and leave a review so that together we can get this message, The Power of Human Connection, out to the world. You can find Cody's new book, The Power of Human Connection, on Amazon or the Send Out Cards gift store.